Latter of Brilliance presents The Christian A Girl Reality Podcast and I am your host Bushnell. In this podcast, I share with you about my journey on becoming the Christian A Girl and highlight on femininity, personal development and mindset. God is your focus. He isn't number one. He is the only one. Your priorities have to be straight. You're not perfect, but a work in progress, getting better and growing daily. The goal is to be more like Jesus, but your works don't make him love you. He loved you long before you knew you needed him. These habits are to draw you closer to God, just like it was before Adam and Eve sinned. The impact and everything else that happens after is a plus and together becomes the Christian Egal lifestyle. So let's talk about habits to embrace to become the Christian It Girl. If you just know you're that girl, you just have no choice but to be that girl. And I feel like I'm that girl. Quick disclaimer, on the sixth habit, I keep saying disciple, I meant discipler. I'm the disciple and there's somebody else discipling me to Christ. That's what I meant. Okay, cool. Ephesians 4.1 Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Listen, as a Christian eagle, there are going to be some habits you're going to have to adopt and there are going to be some habits you're going to have to drop so that you can fully embrace this Christian eagle lifestyle. And it's not just about fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. It's also about obeying him. You might be fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit and you don't obey him. And that's not how it's supposed to be. You obeying the Holy Spirit is way, way more important. I am not discounting fellowshipping with him, but obedience is really important because he might want to direct you to focus on one of these habits more than the others or focus on a total, totally different other habit that is not even going to be mentioned in the seven habits that I'm going to mention to you that I embraced so that I can be more of the Christian it girl. So TomRolandPodcast.com says this, your habits become your character and your character determines your destiny. Your thoughts will influence your words, which determine your actions. Over time, your actions will define your habits. It's these habits, either good or bad, that will create your character. So I want to share with you seven habits that will give you the Christian eagle character. And without much ado, I'm going to begin with the first one, which is spiritual disciplines. What are the spiritual disciplines? And um, I'm just going to focus on three in this one. There are probably others, but these three are the ones that I have embraced and I'm still embracing in my journey of being the Christian eagle. 1 Timothy 4.7.8 says, But have nothing to do with the irreverent focal 
fork all on silly myths. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. For physical training is of some value, but godliness is of value in everything and in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and for the life to come. So what other spiritual disciplines I'm talking about? I'm talking about reading your Bible, praying and fasting. So reading your Bible, oh my goodness, for the past few days, God has really been showing me how important reading the Bible is. Honestly, thing is this, if you want the Holy Spirit to talk to you clearly, you're going to have to read the Bible because the Holy Spirit is going to tell you what you've already read. He's going to bring it to life. A good example is a few nights back, a few weeks ago, I had a bad nightmare and I woke up and I remembered I, if I was to ask my disciple, he would tell me, what does the Bible say about this? So I asked myself, what does the Bible say about this nightmare? Because I don't know what could have said, what verse was talking to that nightmare specifically, because that nightmare was super scary. And I remember I just felt the Holy Spirit tell me, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, do not be dismayed, for I am with you always. The reason why that verse was so real and so alive to me is I had actually read Joshua. Um, I'm still reading Joshua, but I'd read Joshua, the early verses, then the early chapters then on. And God was speaking to Joshua so many times, telling him to not be afraid. And that verse came to life for me during that time that I was really scared and I was alone at home. And so you can imagine even how much more scared I was considering also that i'm really afraid of the dark <laughs> okay so reading the bible has been very helpful for even the times when i need to pray about something and a verse comes or i feel anxious or anything that happens to me and a verse comes but these verses are only able to come and the holy spirit is only able to minister them to me because i've read them another thing is praying okay the enemy knows that he you you can limit him when you pray so he tries to limit your prayers listen what do you have to lose by praying exactly so pray every moment that you can pray the bible tells us to pray at all times pray without ceasing it's not saying you kneel down all the time but having a conversation with god because that's what prayer is having a conversation with god and the thing is god replies if you do not pray the enemy we will will do this he will alter the desires god has given you and you'll be hearing your own his voice and it's just gonna create a disaster praying even in the little things recently i've noticed god even he has my tiny little prayers that i think wouldn't even be something he has when i wanted to tell him i wanted some donut with some cream on the top the following day i got some donut with some cream i told him oh man lord i have missed swimming and let me tell you i went for swimming i don't even know how it happened my auntie just called me and told me push i'll carry your swimming costume let's go swimming and god truly does hear my prayers that's that's one thing about me i i am so, i'm such that i'm i'm so confident that god hears all my prayers and finally fasting last year i didn't even want to think about fasting fasting is so difficult for me and um 
I think that's the thing. When you're breaking your physical so that your spiritual, you can nourish your spiritual side is the whole essence. And let me tell you, during my fasting, 21 days of fasting and prayer, oh Lord did so many things. I felt breakthroughs. I got um very God ministered to me and honestly I believe there's so much more that God is going to unravel for me just because of fasting and it's not just supposed to be like a 21 day fasting you can do a one day fasting three days whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to I also got to learn the different types of fasting like partial fasting which includes Daniel fast there's the normal fast there is just different types of fasting really and you should research on this so yeah those are the three spiritual disciplines the second habit you should adopt is living a life that reflects jesus so john 14 20 says so when that day comes you will know that i am the i am living in the father and that you are one with me for i will be living in you we are created in the image of God. We are the hands and feet of God here on earth. We are his ambassador. And a good analogy is the one for the Mercedes Benz. We all know the Mercedes creates amazing cars. Personally, I am just in love with all the cars from Mercedes Benz. But we know Mercedes Benz does such a good job that it reflects if we buy a mercedes-benz car and we you we see somebody with a mercedes-benz or you buy a mercedes-benz you'll go like oh wow um this car is really good you'll praise it you'll you know you'll floss <laughs> you'll brag about it you'll floss you'll flaunt yeah you'll flaunt oh my goodness <laughs> my bad but the thing is you the mercedes-benz company has a reputation it has created through the cars that they give so god has created his people and christians and he has a reputation to keep he wants you to have the best he wants you to reflect him he wants you to enjoy life and so it's in his best interest <laughs> that you have reflect him and by you reflecting him it equals to you having a really amazing life even in the difficult and hard times romans 11 romans 11 yes that chapter romans 5 1 to 11 yeah the, the one that talks about hope and endurance let me just yeah i think that one yes so what is living a life that reflects jesus it includes things like what you post and this is really interesting because the other day i was gambling should i post a picture of me in my swimsuit or not because darling i i'm so grateful that the lord has blessed me with a beautiful body <laughs> i know it okay and i was questioning should i post it or not and after posting it i ended up asking myself how does this glorify the lord it also includes how you dress and um, again in my first episode i mentioned how dressing for me was something that god spoke to me early on and just because you're dressing modestly doesn't mean that you look like um something people <laughs> people my mom and and my family call prophet of war we don't call it yet yoni it's you're, you're covering all of you <laughs> 
you know what I'm saying? No, it's not that. You can look so good. You can look so good and dress modestly. Of course, that includes dressing for your body type, dressing the colors, the materials that look good on you. There's a whole lot of that going on. And I've put a link to my YouTube on the link tree so you can get there's a video i'll talk about how fashion influences the influence of fashion you can check that out so living a life that reflects jesus is even how you talk do you cast a lot when you talk do you are you judgmental and just knowing that whatever you do people are looking out um i believe there's a verse that paul or is it peter that says um these guys want you to fail these guys are watching you, but as Christians, prove them wrong by behaving in a manner that is worthy. Okay, and remember the verse that I started with as well. Third habit is drop worldly and sinful influences. First Corinthians fifteen thirteen says, "Stop fooling yourselves. Evil companions will corrupt good morals and characters." I'm gonna add something else. Bushnell Standard Version. If, stop fooling yourself evil friends will corrupt good morals stop fooling yourself evil music will corrupt good morals stop fooling yourselves evil tv will corrupt good morals and character so that what i'm trying to say is this you're going to be have to you're going to have to be very very careful about the people about your environment generally the music you listen to is it does it is it glorifying god is it talking well about you you may be saying oh this is contemporary it's uh you know or this movie doesn't have probably um secular doesn't have um sex sexual um scenes but what is the story behind it it's probably just talking about money only and how you should get it and it's idolizing money okay it might be that or it might just be talking about you know you should explore um homosexuality and all that question mark okay so even the friends and it this is not only applicable to friends but even family your family might yes mean well but they might be doing some really wrong things and trust me i have had to distance myself from some family members who have different beliefs from me in terms of christianity um i have some family members who i love them i pray for them but i give them distance especially because i know it is easier it is easy for them to affect me and impact me than me the other way around because i do know myself and i do know with the way things are they're the one to the upper hand the thing is jesus did sit with sinners but he did not sin with them if you know you 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 want to evangelize to people who go to clubs um maybe clubbing won't really going to the clubs itself won't is not really the ideal way to get to them Maybe it's going out to different places and having fun and, you know, maybe posting that so that those people who follow you on like your socials or who know you who club can say, oh, you have even more fun than us who go clapping. I'm talking about this from personal experience. I wanted to go clubbing just to experience it, but I realized that and just to make also really dope friends, but I realized that I can also do the same by doing other things that are not 
clubbing and so wildly like for example going to the gallery trying new restaurants going on a staycation and i don't have to like club and all that so drop worldly and sinful influences the fourth thing is have quiet time luke 5 16 but but um jesus himself would often sleep away to the wilderness and pray in seclusion Oh my goodness, for me, quiet time has been such a place to, like ideas have come, business ideas, um, things for myself, an opportunity to just be self-aware, understand God more, be, it's just been a really eye-opening space and time for me. It's been a time for me to be also vulnerable with the Lord during those quiet times. I honestly don't have enough quiet times but i do want to make more quiet times but i make it a priority to have at least a quiet time a day no matter how short it is because i feel like this is a really amazing and amazing time for god to speak to me and give me ideas and for me to just be in line with him just let him speak because god whispers his voice is very calm and I'll tell you this for sure. This is the meditating that people talk about, but not the meditation of the um, bean sound or the worldly spiritual meditation. This is just sitting in quiet, but your focus is on God. Your focus is on listening and hearing about God. And your quiet time can be so different. Your quiet time can be curated differently. It can be an hour, it can be 15 minutes. I tried the one hour thing and I hated it. I used to say like I'm forcing myself like, oh, it was just so, guys, it was just awful. It felt like a duty more than just something that was fun. So I created my quiet time to be 15 minutes-ish. Um, I think it's more 30 minutes. Okay, more than 15 minutes around there. So I know I'm going to keep the first one minute. It's going to be for silence. The next four minutes is going to be this, five minutes, like that, like that. So I've arranged my quiet I've arranged it and then there's also a time where I just shut up and just listen to God <laughs> so your quiet time can be curated differently your quiet time can have music at first then pure silence or the word of God at first then pure silence you curate it and again like the way I started at the beginning of the podcast of this episode is obey the Holy Spirit it's not just trying to do things, religious things. No, it's not re religion. It's a relationship. So the Holy Spirit might be directing you on the type of quiet time you're supposed to have. Darling, listen to what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. Okay, cool. The fifth thing is taking care of your body. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20 says, Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you? And was given to you by God. You do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. So taking care of your body. Ladies. Um, remember the the, pod, the episode. Uh, the second episode of what God says about um, the Christian eagle. Ladies. God is really invested even in your body. And again as an ambassador. Just like the Mercedes company. You gotta look good. Okay, they want their cars to look good. God wants you to look good. Okay, He wants you to, you to take care of your hair because your hair is your crown. 
okay he wants you to to have to smell good to have to be well groomed he wants you to reflect him and god is clean okay because you know i don't know if this is in the bible but people always say cleanliness is next to godliness and i totally believe that so taking care of your body looks like what you eat oh my goodness i have been eating a lot of fries and it is reflecting on my face and i don't like that so i have to drop that um it also includes self-care this includes things like relaxing just chilling god wants you to chill sometimes it's not just work mode hustle mode 24 7 but god wants you to have some self-care day you know like after after church on sunday you can come home watch a movie or do your nails or just chill rest i mean god rested on day seven okay he didn't he did not do it all on all those days he rested darling who are you not to rest it also includes um working out okay working out moving your body do not be a couch potato now don't be a couch potato okay <laughs> so those are the things that you can take care of your body um i know like um i have a family member who doesn't love working out they're athletic they love to swim they can run but they prefer not to they prefer taking care of their body by watching what they eat and trust me they look amazing so again it's going back to obeying the holy spirit so that the holy spirit can tell you how to do it maybe the holy spirit can push you to run more or swim more or even start a sport you know it's very feminine it's very feminine to be doing something like a sport you know and it's very elegant and luxurious if you want to do sports like tennis golf i don't know maybe you're into basketball you 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 do something that you love okay i almost said you do you but we are not doing that here we do not do that one here <laughs> okay cool number six is get a disciple or a mentor the lord has blessed me with an amazing disciple who is uh god is just using and i can't wait to disciple my very own so that is matthew 28 19 therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit listen you can't know everything about god you and you you you're learning every day you can't know everything about the bible i'm telling you you can read the same verse today and then a month later you read it again and then another month later you read it again and it will apply differently to each and every time that you read because the holy spirit will just bring it out differently each and every time to that need and sometimes you might be in a space where god has given more knowledge or a gift to somebody else that can help you navigate through a circumstance you're going through and that's what a disciple is there for is there to guide you and train you just like the way jesus trained the disciples this is what the disciple does also if you want to have a mentor as well who somebody who has been through a lot with god and so they can help you you don't have to make the same mistakes that they made for example i know the enemy really really uses ignorance for, to his advantage and you don't have to be ignorant about some things if there's a disciple or a mentor to guide you through those things okay so when it comes to tithe you're probably not tithing or you got the you got it whole the whole thing wrong a disciple and a mentor are there to guide you on that so that you don't have to you know um be doing it wrong 
Number seven and the last habit we are embracing and that I have embraced is giving back. So this comes from 2 Corinthians 9, 7 to 8. You must each decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in a response to pressure. For God loves, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. So giving can be in very many forms. You can give of your time, you can give of your energy, you can give of your space, you can give of your money. Again, whatever the Holy Spirit leads you to. For me, um, giving of my time and energy is something, and also money, um, is something that I feel the need to. For me, serving in church is something that's that's my like the way i give and my mom always tells me that because i serve the lord is going to do so many things for me it's going to open doors for me and honestly serving i believe is also a spiritual weapon if you start feeling like some this story there's this interesting story of a boy who did not want to go to church anymore because everybody in church was hypocritical so before he stopped going to church the pastor challenged him carry a glass of water to the brim fill a glass of water to the brim and walk around it during the service walk around the church and don't pour the water during the service and so the, the boy did that at the end of the service the pastor asked um asked the boy um so um how did you pour the water and he's like no and did you manage still to enjoy church he said yes i had everything and the pastor said, that's the thing. You did not focus on the people. You came for you. People go to church for very many different reasons. Others go to church for social, for socially to make friends. Others go to network. Others go because they have nothing else to do. Others go to, fle to flex. That's what I wanted to say at the first, not flaws, flex. Others go to flex. And others go honestly to honestly search and be with God. So don't let people in church hinder you from serving. And there's a point in time where people almost hindered me from going to church. And it's just even people. There was a specific leader in church who I felt wasn't handling um, just our relationship well as a, serve, as a leader, congregant type of way. And um, I almost didn't want to serve. But the Lord reminded me that it's not about the people it's about him and i and also by me serving god will just create he'd open a way to work the relationship between the leader and me and so yeah those have been the seven habits that i have embraced of course there are many more again the holy spirit can lead you to focus on one of this or another one that's probably not something i mentioned well I'm going to end with this. People say, oh my goodness, she doesn't act like a Christian. And this is what God says. I don't need actors. <laughs> Ciao! Thank you for listening. Remember, where life plants you, bloom with grace. Subscribe to the podcast, give me a rating, and share this on your Instagram and tag me at underscore bush dot y. <laughs>